You're listening to The Tom Ward Show. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, The Tom Ward Show. So guys, welcome to The Tom Ward Show, where I interview the biggest influences in the world, like David Dobrik, Emma Chamberlain, Addison Ray, and more. Make sure you check out the old videos. I drop them every Thursday, so make sure you subscribe. Right now, I am sitting with the great Michael Lee. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. How you uh, doing? I'm doing great. Um, it's kind of stressful, uh, weird times right now, you know, with the whole TikTok stuff going on again. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm just kind of grinding and just uh, trying to stay focused and, you know, doing what I love. So what's the latest with TikTok? Um, guys, we're filming this on Thursday. What's today? Thursday, the oh, Friday the 18th. And yeah. today I just heard that they're going to stop downloads of the app starting this weekend but is there has there been any news since then um i honestly found out this morning so <laughs> yeah that's all i know is is that they're gonna possibly stop this by sunday um and you know just kind of nerve-wracking but you know i guess we're just gonna have to find out and see what happens well you're good because you're diversified right you've got youtube going on you've got your solo oh, I, I like like it's i'm diversified but i'm not like 40 mil on all platforms <laughs> So it's still a it's still a large loss for me. Um, but you know, I'm just trying to make it work right now, uh, and you know, just trying to really focus my attention onto like you know YouTube mainly, um, and just kind of growing my shows on there. You know, what's interesting, and, and we'll talk about the family stuff, but kind of where you got your start is a Schlove House, and do I am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, <laughs> Schlove House. It's hard to say, um, but you know what I really liked about that channel and kind of what you're doing most most about that house uh family no no white people (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you look at the top tiktokers that they're always reporting on and not naming names but we all know who they are Mm. they're all white they're all good looking they're all in bikinis on instagram or this dude showing off their abs on instagram and not a lot of color in those instagram posts yeah, I mean, I, I don't even, I, it just naturally just, you know, like, I mean, I've always kind of been cool with, like, every type of person, I guess, in a sense. And, and uh, you know, like, I just, I've just had a, I've just always liked including as many people as I can in my videos, you know. I've never really uh, been apart from that. So, yeah. What's wild, it seems like YouTube has been more inclusive. Like, you know, everybody's represented there, you know. But it doesn't seem like TikTok's like that as much. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think it's as inclusive or do you think it's kind of waiting to come along a little bit? In terms of what exactly? In, in, in just terms of kind of, you know, if you look at those top TikTokers, who's represented, there's not a lot of different, you know, groups represented when you look at the top TikTokers or when you go to like um, the T channels and stuff, that's mm-hmm. all the reporting on is basically white kids, you know, and that's... Yeah. I mean, it, it just makes sense because, like, I mean, U.S. is predominantly, you know, white people or, you know, the race. And, like, it's the same thing as, like, if I were if I were to be in Asia, it's, like, what they relate to the most, you know? That's and it's, like, like if, I was, if I was, you know, in TikTok Asia or whatever, like, Do Yin or whatever, I feel like I would have a lot, a larger fan base because of, you know, kind of like K-pop or Koreans, you know? So it, it makes sense. But um, I, think, I think the opportunity is still there because there are those people who work really hard that, like, you know, break through the – the I guess boundaries in a sense because the opportunity is still there so I just think that you know obviously other people have I mean life isn't ever fair you just kind of have to go through uh what you have and um 
and yeah, I, I just think as long as the opportunity is there and you just work really hard for it, like it, it, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So I'm, I'm just really happy I, I was able to actually like have the opportunity to be where I'm at. So like, and let's talk about where you're at. I looked yesterday, <laughs> I went to Social Blade. In case you guys don't know what Social Blade out there, all the influencers do, it breaks down on every platform, who's big, where they ranked, how many followers. You're the seventh most followed person on TikTok with 40 million followers. Like wrap your head around that, 40 million. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I've always, I mean, I still look at myself as like the underdog because like I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm probably like 20% of where I want to be. And like, I'm still very far off of, uh, of like, you know, of where my goals are. And, um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I just don't, I, I take it in sometimes, but I, I'm just kind of grinding out and focusing on what's next to, I never really get to just sit down and really think about it. But I mean, it's crazy, but like, I'm not really, nothing in my life has really changed in terms of like the people I'm around or what I do every day. It's on, I'm doing the exact same thing I did like 10 months ago. So like, it's still like, it, it hasn't really hit me in a sense. Just, you know, more people know me, so. You know, it's wild and you do seem different. If I was your age and I was that big, I'd be a disaster. <laughs> For our reason, I probably spent all my money. But you seem like you have your head on straight. And the other thing about you is, I don't see you at BOA, where all these other guys go. I don't see you at Catch. I don't I see you at the that. LA hotspots. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. That's where all these <laughs> influencers go to. You know, I'm sure the people watching this know exactly what, what that is. But you're not there in the Lambo at that, you know, the cool LA club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've never, even in high school, like, I never was kind of like a party person. I was always kind of like more of a homebody, kind of just like, I like, I like having genuine relationships and, and just, you know, my circle's my circle. I keep it cool. I, I can have like a game night, movie night with them, hang out with them. But I, I've never been like a party type of person. So like, it, it's just kind of like, I, I've been around the right crowd and I, I've like kind of like learned and adapted to who I need to be around. So It's great too. And you stay out of all that drama that the other TikTokers are involved in daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I see. I'm like, dang, this is a lot. Like, it happened. Oh all yeah, no, it's, it's 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 a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, no. I mean, it's just it's just kind of like naturally who I am. So, that's a good way to be. And if you, what's cool about you too is you go back to musically days. So you were grinding at this. So you didn't just make a dance video two weeks ago and all of a sudden you have 40 million followers. It took yeah. <laughs> it took you some grinding, right, to kind of yeah. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. That that's where I got a lot of like my, my work ethic from because like I've never it's never just happened overnight. You know, like people can see it and be like, "Dude, you gained this much following in like this amount of time." But like I've been doing this for five years. Like I've since twenty fifteen. Like just doing musically, I was an, I was one of the first Instagram dancers. Um, YouTube, I had like concept videos that I would like become. You know. Um, directors and choreographers for so it was just a lot of that stuff um and yeah it was, it was just a lot it was just a large grind because like even in my high school like days I would I would have classes for videography photography so I honestly became like my whole like one-man team in a sense and um and yeah I just kind of like tried continuing with my craft and perfecting it and uh and you know like Fast forward five years later, like I finally, it's, it's paying off now, you know, and uh, I just want to keep going and like not lose the opportunity. What was the growth like? Cause you were, and we'll talk about kind of how you exploded. 
but that was in 2019, right? So talk about the growth from when you started till then. I mean, what were the followers like? What were the big um, things to you that happened along the way? So in Musical.ly, that first year, I blew up from doing this tutting challenge, um, which was like basically doing shapes with your hands, dancing with them, right? That's cool. Uh, and um, I, I got big off of that on YouTube because I made a tutorial for it. And it blew up on Musical.ly. And I think I gained like 200,000 followers on Musical.ly and like around 100, 150,000 on Instagram. And that's what started off my career with just being like, you know, one of the big dancers. And um, it was, it, it, it did this and then it stopped, plateaued. And then from that year on to 2018, it started doing this. Oh, um, no way. Yeah. So like I, I shot up to like 250 and then... Um, Three years later, I was at like 210. So I started losing followers. But I was grinding consistently. You know, I was just like, why is this not working? And I figured out now that it was the algorithm of like Instagram. Like like the way that you post and only 5% of your followers can see that post. The way that you have to pay advertising to get yourself known out there rather than, um, you know, like just organically. And it was just impossible to grow and then once I started working with other companies and I started building my, my income through, through brand deals and stuff like that, um, I put that money into ads. So I was able to actually double my following by the end of like 2019 or the beginning of 2019. That's when my following went to 400,000. And then um, I just obviously, you know, continue grinding uh, with dance videos. Um, I was like teaching uh, as a choreographer. Uh, teaching dance classes and then by 2019 uh september that's when tiktok hit and then everything just changed <laughs> from there well before that going back tiktok now is basically a dance app i mean that's yeah, kind of what it yeah. turned into but back then when you were doing it it was more well, lip synky kind of stuff right it was, yeah honest it was it was cringy it was not like it was not, you know, musically and TikTok. It did not have the name of what it is now. You know, it was it was a lot of just young young kids, straight like, you know, like like just not really funny content or just kind of like weird content that I just didn't click with. And that's why I had it, but I never liked it because like that's all the content was on there, you know. And like those opportunity to grow on there, but just like what I was competing with content wise and what was expected on the app compared to now is so different that it was just like, it didn't resonate with me, you know? And then once September hit, that's when I started seeing other influencers like on the app kind of like do things that I could relate to, which was like dance videos, you know? And then that's, and then that first week I hopped on, I grew like a million followers. So that just hit me. Was your first video to hit was the Hey Julie one? Uh, That was actually, that was actually the... Yeah, but that was that was actually the year before. That was like early to 2019. Okay, I didn't even I didn't even know it popped off. I just remember I still had Musically and just posted my dance videos on um from Instagram to to Musically, and uh and yeah, it popped off. And then a month later, after it popped off, my little sister Tiffany, she was like, "Hey, you know your video went viral?" And I was like, "Huh, really?" I looked. I don't remember how many millions of uh, views it had. I was just like whoa this is kind of crazy okay you know i was just gaining because i remember i had like three hundred thousand, and i think from that i gained like six hundred thousand up to six hundred thousand followers and i was like okay cool but i never took it seriously so i was just like what can i do i'm not making money off of musically so or tiktok so 
um, it was kind of like a whatever thing still until until like the end of 2019 of when I started to really take it seriously. Was Roxanne another big one for you? Yeah, Roxanne. I, I uh, it was crazy. It was a song promo for me. I was the first person to to make a video to it, and and I helped I helped um I helped him out to like post it on TikTok, and like I made the dance. I I posted it, and then literally weeks later, days later, it just went insane. So. So talk, talk about that, because now we all understand the power of TikTokers to blow up a song. Everyone yeah. gets it. Now record companies are involved and it's a business. But then did you know the artist and what made you pick that song? You know, how did that come about? With Roxanne? Yeah. Roxanne, it was just one of my dance promos. It was just one of the things that was sent to me as my email. I heard it. I was like, oh, it's pretty dope. Here's my rate, you know uh i'll dance to it and then i did it and it just um that's literally it it just went viral from there and i was like whoa like i i heard that he got like an eight-figure deal from it that you know it, it rock sands rock sand so it, it just went insane so um it was just really shocking to me because I, I i was like i didn't realize how much power i had with just a, you know something on my phone so it was just really crazy well, it's cool. You, I'm sure you want to read. No, you wish you could read and negotiate the deal at this point. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, one thousand <laughs> percent. But it's good. Yeah. It's good you got paid on it because you know, I've interviewed all every big TikToker and the hype house guys told me that was in the beginning. You know, a rapper would say, "Hey, could you do you know dance to my song and put it on?" And they were so starstruck, like, "Wow, this rapper that I listened to wants me to dance to it, right?" Yeah. But then they saw real quickly how the artist benefited and they didn't really get anything from that. Yeah, so, then, sure. so then they started turning rappers away from the house. They won't collab, you know, unless it's mutually beneficial. It sounds like you spotted that early if you were negotiating deals for, for music, I mean, right? It, it depends. Like, like if it's just like an artist reaching out to be like, Hey, like, can you do my song? I mean, they always do that. But for me, it's like, it's, it has to, it has to make sense, you know? So like, even if, if we were link up in person, that does benefit, not financially, but like there, there's different types of, you know, um, value. So, so for me, like me working with artists or, or, you know, them collaborating on my channel where we can make content, that's valuable to me rather than just a, a quick buck, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it's just different things of, um, of, of how I see it. Um, and yeah, it just has to make sense for sure. When you break down, um, because Forbes placed you in the top 10 <laughs> highest earning TikTokers. I think it was 1.2 million. So congratulations on that. Uh, so the question was like, if you were on the money you make just on TikTok, just on that platform, how does it break down brand deals versus, because really you only get paid from brand deals, right? Or, you know, doing a song or something. Is that the only two you know, avenues um, you have for making money on TikTok? Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's those two. And then now there's the, the creator fund, which is based off of like views and stuff. But majority of, of, of how everything happened was definitely brand deals. And then second after that, we're like music promos. Okay. And also, if what if, if you break down the 1.2 million, I don't know if that's a real number that's high or low, but you take all your money, right? And you put it in the pile. Yeah. What percentage, where does it all come from? You know, is 50% brand deals? Like and 70% 70 brand deals, 30% um, like promos from, from labels. And then, um, or I guess, you know, that around that. And then maybe like 
if I guess sixty percent, thirty percent, and then ten percent from like anything else, which is like lives or or um the the creator fund now. So you know, it's kind of just all like allocating now differently, but it, it's a majority brand deals for sure. How about well, YouTube? I guess that would apply, right? Brand deals on there too, right? Yeah, well, I mean, YouTube is is more views for me actually. Brand deals, I haven't really focused on because I, I see the value higher because I'm growing such so fast on on, on YouTube. So I, I'm kind of steering away from brand deals right now until I grow a lot bigger. Um, to you know, kind of like back what what I feel like it, my value is on, on the channel. But mm-hmm. majority is from views and, and from like AdSense uh, of like the ads and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about YouTube and let's talk about the fam. Let's talk yeah. about the family. <laughs> so everybody's in the mix. So you got mom, she's got 3 million followers on TikTok. <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, you can't see guys, but Tiffany is on here somewhere. She's yeah, yeah. <laughs> on here. But Tiffany, 1.2 million on TikTok. Jonathan straight up kills it. Um, okay. He doesn't have a TikTok, does he? Not- we lost his account um, to FTC because uh, of like him being too young. He had no. 9 million followers on there. It's funny because I was just looking this morning. I'm like, why can't I find an account for Jonathan? So he had 9 million followers? Yeah, and, they, and they, they banned him, I think, like just a week ago. But he's a kid. Yeah, it, it, it's because of the FTC, um, I guess, regulations of like not being able to, in a sense, own an account. And and even though we managed it and fully owned it, um, because it was like his, it was his account, like of an entity, um, they like didn't allow that and stuff. So like, apparently you you have to like if you have a kid like that's under thirteen, you have to be like, in a sense, an account with them. So if it was like me and Jonathan and it was our account, it would be fine. But because it was just his, um, they had to like it was like regulations and stuff like that. That sucks because it's funny. I interview big influencers all the time and my wife is not part of this world. She, she always is like, who are you interviewing tomorrow? I go, so-and-so. And she goes, I don't even know who that is. Who cares? But I said, I'm interviewing Michael Lee tomorrow. And she goes, wait, that's the one with the cute little brother, right? I love their escalator videos. She was all over it. She knew exactly who you guys were. Amazing. <laughs> and it's a shame that, what did that do for you losing losing his tiktok i mean is um, that a hit no actually because i didn't actually make money off of his account it was more of just his presence and his brand mm-hmm. but um it honestly didn't hit as much as people think just because like even though he lost that account and it's a following right mm-hmm. it's like those nine million people still know him so like for us to make content on the Shilla family page or on my page, it still works because those people will are, are following the Shilla family or following, you know, just Michael. So it's still working. Cause like I'm still incorporating him to content and it's not like people just forgot him because his account's gone type of thing. Yeah. So how do you differentiate? So how do you, it sounds like the family channel is the focus, but then you've got your own individual brand over here, which is bigger than family stuff. So yeah. What's so, the I mean, focus and what are you going to do to promote both? I, I really want, so, I mean, Schlub is like my brand of self-love. That's, that's what it represents. Right. And, uh, and I, I just want it to be where Schlub, anything that you hear Schlub with, you think of me. Like, that's just like, that's just what I want to stronghold myself. And, and kind of like the Schlub family is kind of like an, an, uh, I guess like a branch from me, but 
eventually that that I want that to grow in its own way as well. Just kind of like it's just you know it's just a family. But but I think like my brand of of what I want to do, I don't want it to be where I'm reliant on the family in a sense. Sure, it's still like me because like you know that's that's what I've built. And then they're kind of like building off of it until they can kind of do what they want to do on their own as well. So, so for me, it's just like Shlove, which is whatever. If it's like my my YouTube, my Shlove clothing. If I do brands with it, if I have like a Shlove island, if I want to buy an island, you know, because that's, that's something we're thinking about doing. <laughs> Are you serious? That's the greatest yeah, oh, idea ever. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. But um, but yeah, uh, I, I just I just want to kind of just brand everything with Shlove. Um. Cause that's just, I, I just want Shlove and Michael to just be one in a sense. Um, but yeah, and then Shlove family, that's just like another, um, branch that, that, that I feel like can grow into something that can financially support my whole family and, you know, just kind of create like generational wealth. It's amazing the view you have, and that's the right approach without question. First question is you've got another brother, right? Yeah. Where's he and where's dad? Uh, so he's three. Um, oh, he's three. Okay. He's, he's a character, but he's just not, he's very shy when it comes to being on camera. I think just because Jonathan wasn't really in that spotlight until he was like five. And then I kind of brought him in slowly. But I think Daniel, uh, Daniel's the three-year-old. He He's just kind of like, he's still shy. He's not there yet. But um, once he gets there, you know, I can start in, in, including him. But I just don't want it to be forced in a sense. Sure. And does dad have any interest in being on camera or no? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they still working? Is your mom and dad still working? Um, so my mom and dad aren't together. Oh, uh, okay. so, so my dad, yeah, so my dad's not really in the social media light. Uh, gotcha. He's, he's in Florida, but my mom is. So, so it's, it's more of like, you know, me, my mom, Tiffany, Jonathan, and Daniel. Wow. So that's like the main, yeah. I'm kind of like the dad. <laughs> well, yeah, because you've got a lot of responsibility. You're kind of steering the ship. And yeah, without sure. you, but it, it goes away. You know, yeah. eventually I, I see what the plan is. You build up the family. Everyone gets to know everybody. And it's not just you. It's, hey, they want to see what Tina's doing, what your mom's doing. But yeah, exactly. it all started from you. I mean, how do you deal with that responsibility? Um, I mean, I just kind of, I mean, it, it's like, I guess it's like thing of like, I've always wanted to kind of get to a point where I can take care of my mom and my family. Cause like they've worked so hard throughout the years of like, whatever I did, you know, my mom was like always working 24 seven, making sure that there's, you know, uh, that, that we live comfortable and that we're okay. So for me, it's just like, I've always had that, that notion of like really focusing of, of, you know, becoming so successful that they don't have to work anymore, you know? And the fact that I could bring them all into something where we kind of like just work as a family, but like it's having fun. That's the job is kind of like really dope. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I don't get stressed out of it because at the end of the day, whether I use them or not, my goal is to make sure that they're okay is still there. So like, it's kind of like knocking out like two birds, one stone in a sense. Wow. And you're, you're thinking totally differently than all the other TikTokers I talk to their generational wealth. Isn't a thought in their mind. Most of them, <laughs> it's about what kind of car can I get right now? What club am I going to tonight? You yeah. Know, I mean, yeah, I've, like, I've always known. Yeah. Cause for me, it's like, I've always, I mean, 
when ever since I've always been an entrepreneur, like my mom and dad have always been like that. And, um, and I've always kind of like, I guess, naturally built off of that. And um, I've always been very independent, very just like business minded, kind of knowing what I wanted from the get. I, know, I knew from like middle school, I didn't want to be a person that just had a nine to five. Like I, I just couldn't do that for myself. And, and when I did do it, just because like I had to start somewhere, I hated it. I hated having a job. I hated, you know, like clocking in, like having a boss. Like I didn't feel happy with that, you know? And, um, and for me, like, I just kind of knew at an early age, if I work not now, like just from success stories of like all these big people, like I've, I've always listened to like Gary Vee, Will, uh, Will Smith, The Rock, Kevin Hart, like just listen to their success stories and how they work. I was like, why would I waste time now? You know? So like just understanding that now, so I could kind of like live lavishly in a sense early on rather than all oh, this let's have fun now and then by the time i'm 40 like i could be good like i want to be good by like 23 25 you know like i want to be able to do all that stuff so i knew like i knew that took a lot of things that um an average person like wouldn't do so have you been on gary's show no no i haven't <laughs> why not i interviewed gary i could put you in touch with his people you should absolutely if you yeah, want he, to be on that he contacted me a while ago when i first got big on tiktok but we never really actually like worked together that'd be really dope i, I would love that for sure but yeah i, I don't know I'm just kind of been so focused that yeah. i don't really have time to just think about it but that would be tight yeah wow what so what are your goals what is next year look like and what does five years from now look like i i want to um i want to be a mogul like my end of the day i want to be someone who like no matter what i do if i want to disappear and come back or, or if i want to stop doing social media i want to or i want to you know touch on being known as something else rather than just a tiktoker or a dancer i want to be able to just do anything and kind of like whatever I touch turns to gold kind of thing. So like in a sense, kind of like Will Smith or the rock, like how like the rock started off as something, but then he changed to something else changed, you know, the Will Smith, same thing. He was a rapper. He was an, uh, an artist. He was a, uh, you know, a comedian, you know, all of this stuff. Like they were all kind of like, they don't have labels in a sense. Mm-hmm. They're them. And I want to be able to get to that point. And, uh, and yeah, and just, you know, live life. But I, I don't have like specific in a sense goals rather than just like, being the best at what I can do, which is just, you know, being an entertainer at the end of the day, like um, having my own shows, being being in full control and just like, if I want to do something this year, I'm able to do it. You know, it seems like the typical model what TikTokers are doing now, it seems like the first thing they go to is like the Jake Paul model where I blew up, I get how all this works. I can get any anybody and blow them up just because my following, I just have to tell them, Hey, check out Bob over here. And everybody's going to check out Bob and I'll get verified, you know, everything. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what the, the model has been so far is kind of to build your own maybe agency or kind of farm team of other ones. It's just like a, a music artist, right? When they blow up, yeah. a lot of times the label will give them their own label and then they can sign their own artists and kind of go down that road. Is that of any interest to you or are you thinking something totally different? Um, I think, once I know that myself and my family's good and I have the time for it, because I, I still feel like for me personally, I'm nowhere where I want to be. So that's not really a thought in my head. But in the future, I think I think growing and, you know, building other people up would be really dope too. But it's just like, it's a lot of stress and it's a lot of trust 
that's a lot of knowing like all right am i giving the right person the opportunity you know like it's just it, it's just a lot of more thought that i would have to put into it than just kind of like making one but i'm definitely open for it for sure because that's that goes into for sure making like that that next level like income <laughs> so yeah but the other way to do it is just like you said your buddy the rock the rock doesn't have a farm team and the rock is promoting the rock and he's got his brands, but now it's across different lines. He's got an Under Armour line. He's the yeah. biggest movie star in the world. He's got a tequila. He's kind of got a whole brand around him. Is that more what you're thinking about? Yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I would love that. That would be amazing. How do you pick brand deals now? Are you So at this point, knowing your long, longer-term goals, are you more strategic on who you choose to work with? Now, now it's getting to the point where the brand deals and collaborations are getting more serious. So definitely, it's definitely getting somewhere where like I have to be more specific. And it's not even the brands itself. It's more of like, if I work with this brand, what can't I do now? You know, and it's like, uh, because I mean, my, my brand and my family's brand is so like open to being able to work with every single type of brand, obviously, other than the bad ones, but majority of brands aren't that, you know, like that. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of like if I can work with this brand, that means I won't be able to work with this brand. And that's like that's kind of like the troubleshooting I'm having right now of, uh, of how like I want to move forward. Because if, if I work with the company and then another company that's quote unquote a competition with that company, it could um, it could cause problems if I really want to, you know, uh, if I if I feel passionate about this other company, you know. So it's like it's just kind of like navigating and knowing what my what my rights are in, in, the, in the things that I do. I think it's the perception a lot of times that TikTokers, they're young, they want money. So, I mean, you do, some are like that, right? How many people do you see on um, Instagram promoting sugar bear hair or the, the latest energy drink that no one's heard of or whatever, you know, they're just cashing in. Yeah, yeah. seems like you're playing more chess rather than checkers. You're thinking about... Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I have to just like, because like, I want to I wanna be able to be like the top... 0.01% of the people in the world. Like, like I, I genuinely I have like a huge passion for what I do, you know, and I feel like if I work harder and I work smarter, then I can, I can be able to pull off and, and be able to do the things that other people can't. Well, I have no doubt you'll succeed. I mean, you're def- definitely on the right path, man. Thank so you. Yeah. what's next content wise? So family stuff and solo stuff, what do you, what can we expect? Um, so, I mean, so my main focus right now is definitely the YouTube side. Um, I want to be able to be, uh, I, I'm starting multiple series on my own YouTube channel. I'm getting, I'm doing a Shlove Gaming, which is my gaming content. Shlove Vlogs, which is like my challenges and I uh, of like doing stuff like whether, like the next video I'm doing, which is still a secret, but I'm still, I'm doing it anyways in the week or, or a few weeks is uh, I'm building like a giant Lego house out of Legos and then like living in, so like the YouTuber stuff, you know, like the crazy stuff that people don't expect, but just, um, uh, I'm going into that. Um, I'm doing a cooking show, which is called she love my taste. I'm doing that with like, um, it's in a sense like a podcast slash like cooking show slash like mukbang, which I'll, I'll kind of feature, um, like artists or like large influencers. And then my pranks with my little brother. And then my brother's channel will be his own content with the family majority of, and then um, just kind of growing his channel as well. So will will there be a family channel, meaning it's you, your brother, your sister, your mom, will that be like a separate thing or will that bleed over to Jonathan's 
channel. The thing is, that, the thing is it kind of all bleeds together. So having a Shalove family channel would kind of defeat the purpose of having my channel and Jonathan's channel because we're in all of it still. I'm still majority of mine, but I use Jonathan a lot in my videos as well as my family. And Jonathan's videos is basically the whole Shalove family because it's just like, you know, that's just, that's just what works. So having another thing I think would just take on too much that wouldn't really make sense. So it's going to be mainly my channel and Jonathan's channel, which is, which is, uh, you know, Shalove family is just involved in everything. Talk about, so the content you're creating, it's ridiculous. It's a crazy, it's a crazy amount. You're doing cooking shows, you're doing vlogs, which the level you're doing them with setting up a giant Lego house and living in it like this takes an investment a ton of time yeah oh yeah your tiktok stuff too plus you have business stuff are you filming all day i know you have a videographer you know what does a normal day look like for you um it's it's hectic because like it really just depends on what i need to focus on um if i have to do a lot of promos for tiktok tiktoks could take literally all day for me and it's not even making the tiktoks it's like setting up the shots it's, it's setting up the location like like for me every tiktok is like a uh like a um what, what's it called uh like I guess like, yeah like yeah like a full-on movie like where i would have to I, I have like three lights i would have to find an angle i'd have to and then i have to think of concept because like my tiktoks aren't just dance videos they're like skits involved or there's like personality or something happens in the background that someone doesn't catch like i always add something and it now I feel like it takes like half an hour, an hour to, for my videos. But um, yeah, it's, it's doing those. And then if not, it's me planning out um, my day of like, all right, from this hour, this hour, I have a meeting. From this hour, this hour, I'll do YouTube videos. This hour, this hour, TikToks. And it's just kind of filling up my day. And then, um, you know, I'm still a kid. So like I wake up late still. Um, I, you know, I woke up today at like 12, 30. <laughs> I was watching Netflix all night, but you know, like, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like finding a balance between working really hard and then still, you know, having like a relaxing break moment. Cause like I, 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 I can get burned out really fast. So, um, it's different every day. I literally kind of, it, it's literally day by day that, that things change. You worry you, you, you're going to take on too much. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like I was um, at a point like a few months ago because I was helping out a lot of people that uh, I I was just kind of doing it for, for in a sense, like no reason. Um, and I was just kind of spreading myself too thin. And uh, I I just was getting stressed out because I had too many people relying on me uh, at the time. And um, now that it's just really, my, you know, like the people I truly care about, my, my family, you know, myself and really focusing on where my heart lies like i think that's it's making things a lot easier um in terms of like my stress levels or whatever like it's it's not as bad as it was before that's good because you know youtuber burnout's a real thing you know oh, especially yeah. especially if you're the vloggers have it the worst every day yeah. you need a new video like i watched this um thing on casey neistat watched some video about him and i think he made 500 vlogs in a row without ever taking a day off. Like when he was starting, he's like, I'm going to be successful no matter what. And to do that, I've got to film a vlog every day. And yeah. that's it. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of like that for me, but not just with one thing. It's like multiple things. So like definitely having those random days or random moments in the day where I just don't want to do anything or if I want to just kind of like be lazy. Like I'll just kind of like take it upon myself for yeah, it's, just, it's kind of just how I feel. It's, it's kind of random, and I wish, like, it wasn't as random. But, like, 
if I, if I don't feel it, I just can't do something. You know, like it's really weird. Like some days, and it's crazy to think like, oh yeah, TikToks are easy. Like some days, if I can't, if I don't have the energy to make a TikTok, like it just won't work. Which is really weird to say, and it sounds really bad, but like, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. Like if I feel it, some days I can make eight, and then some days I can make one, and I feel drained. I don't know. It, it's 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 kind of different, but um, yeah, it's really just based off of how I feel and and like you know, like how, how much I really take care of myself and stuff. You know, and I get it because I think I was talking, it was David Dobrik and I was talking about his Vine days. And he, he said, he goes, people think it's so easy to film a six second or an eight second video. He goes, but that's the hardest because he says every video has to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And especially if it's a prank mm-hmm. one or something, so you've got to set it up and then you've got to <laughs> deliver kind of the punchline or the reveal and you've got to do it all in 10 seconds or whatever. He goes, that's hard. And it, you don't, you can't just bang those out all day. I mean, it takes a while to think of the idea and to put it together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not just a like one shot and you're done. Like, unless you're like a freaking like Kim Kardashian, you know, someone who's like, like, that's all you need. You're the viral factor. But like for me, for content creators, you need a viral factor in the video at all times, whether it's you or whether it's another person, whether it's something that happens, like it's a lot that goes into the videos that make it entertaining, you know? What's so, the like, viral factor? What do you mean by that? Things that typically don't happen. Things that either either it's visually appealing, if it's something that's in sync, if if you know someone trips there's something that's really funny you know like like those are viral factors that just make a video either be a regular video or a video that's really entertaining it's always something that's like that is not just it just doesn't happen typically you know so those those so you know like dancing on the escalator with my little brother when do you ever see someone with the miniature you looking exactly like dancing exactly like on the escalator in front of a whole bunch of people, you know, like it's because it's kind of like so many different viral factors in, in that specific video, but like every video you can just think of it like, like what, what's the breakdown of it basically. Where, so where does dancing fit in now with all this other stuff going on? That's kind of the core of what not you're, you're more than now, but when you started, you were the dancer and you're a badass dancer. Thank you. <laughs> do you kind of want to go down that road or do you see yourself ever, I don't know doing I I'm I'm honestly trying the thing about me is that I've always been known for what I do rather than who I am and I think that the content I'm creating now is to push people to know who I am rather than just what I do so like my dancing when I was a dancer and I had in a sense like I guess 200,000 followers or whatever I didn't really have 200,000 followers because if I didn't post a dance video and I posted to say a selfie of me or say I was promoting something else that they're not typically known, knowing me for, they wouldn't support me in it. Rather than say David Dobrik, they know his personality, they know who he is, they, they understand him, you know, like he can do whatever he wants and he can be bad at it, but just because they love him, they'll support him. And for me, I've realized that like, even just with my content on dancing uh, on TikTok, if, I know, if I'm known for dancing, you know, like that's great, but I want to be able to have them love me for me as well as my dancing, you know? So if I only focus on one thing, which is content, viral content, if I don't post viral content, then they won't like me. So it's kind of like the same thing of like, it's crazy. Like a personality is so powerful. And like, like at at the end of the day, like if someone doesn't relate to you, it won't, it won't, um, it won't translate into anything, you know? So that's what I've kind of been focusing on. That's why like, 
dancing in a sense isn't really I'm not involving it too much into like my, my YouTube stuff or whatever, like, cause I want people to know me aside from that. Cause I do that so much on TikTok already. It's like, why would I have to do that on YouTube? You know? So I really want to kind of diversify that side of things. And then, um, and then when I want to, you know, do a dope dance video, if I want to make like a music video production level or something I can. And then people kind of mess with me for dancing and because I'm me. So that's kind of like my breakdown of how I have to move really right now. That is so smart and I never thought about it like that, but you go, okay, I got 200,000 followers on TikTok. I'm making dance videos. That's one of they want, I, what they want to see. Yeah. All of a sudden I hit them with the prank video. They don't want to see that. They want to see me dance and that's all they want to see. Exactly. So every time you made a jump into something different, were you losing followers along the way? I wasn't losing followers. I just knew that it wasn't going to resonate as much as what I'm known for. Like my dance videos, my public dance videos, I hit like, 250 million views compared to like uh, a YouTube prank video. I mean, actually, no, my prank videos is pretty good too. But like, everything it, you it's do still, as well. It's still, it's still up. I, I guess like my gaming. So my gaming. I'm not known as a gamer, right? But I, I'm, I'm starting a gaming show, you know, and it's not doing as well as my other videos that I typically do. But because I'm doing that, just breaking the ice with it, as I continue doing it, um, I'll be able to kind of be that unlabeled person where I can do anything. So it, it's just kind of like a knowing what works, but also like long-term. Because short-term, if I do a gaming video, or if I do something that I'm not known for, people are just gonna be like, what are you doing? But a year from now, once I have like 100, dan- uh, 100 gaming videos, I'm going to have an audience built up for that as well. And then just for me, and then for, you know, like just, just different avenues. And then once they're able to say they love me for this, and they see that I have other types of content and they kind of spread to that, that's just going to overall be like, wow, he can do this, 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 and that. I like Michael. It's not just, oh, I like his gaming or I like his dancing. It's kind of like overall. So that's kind of like the thing I'm, I'm really trying to build right now. I'll tell you what, this has been fascinating. I hope it's fascinating <laughs> to everybody watching, but just the mindset of that is pretty incredible to know to, you really do think long-term to go, it's easy to go, shit, I posted two gaming videos, they hated them, out the yeah. window, let's go back to prank videos or whatever it is. But yeah. you know, I need 50 gaming videos to, for people to see kind of how I inject my personality into it and kind of what I do with it, and then the audience will be there. So you, you, do you not get worried with the day-to-day numbers? and? I, I still do in a sense in terms of like if it does really bad like it, it's because it's always a thing of knowing what works for you and what can work for you so like you know if it doesn't if it does really bad then I'll give you like you know like I can't force something that just doesn't work for me yeah. but also at the same time it's like if I see potential in something and I can do better at it and you know I could see it growing in the future then I'll for sure go for it you know even if even if the instant return isn't there you know so um i yeah i, I just think it's, it's just like a it's a give or take and and i want to just make sure that everything that i do kind of falls into that goal of like everything i touch turns to gold i have to be known for being able to do so much of, of everything in a sense you know so um yeah that that's 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 really what i'm, I'm aiming for right now for that 
Well, what else? I think we talked about everything. We talked about the family. We talked about your rise to success. We talked about your, your moguldom, how you're going to take over the world, be that point zero 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 one. Um, what do we miss? You've got merch coming out too, right? What else you promote? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still working uh, the kinks out with that, you know, trying to obviously because of rebranding, um, getting websites done and stuff like that. But I do have a merch drop coming, I believe, in like a month or so. Um, that'll be like heavily promoting on YouTube, um, you know, all my socials and everything. Um, and then other than that, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that'll be out. I mean, people can buy my merch now at shelovclothing.com. I think I'm also opening up shelove.me or shelove.com, um, in a few weeks. So, so hopefully that'll be done as well. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. We'll put links up on screen in the description. So we'll send everybody there. Um, let's go. Do you have some time to answer some fan questions? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So it shouldn't be much longer. So we're going to guys, we're going to put this over on the podcast. So if you want to hear the fan questions, head over to the Tom Ward show podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. But if you're just watching the video guys, thank you so much and make sure you subscribe. So fan questions, what collabs you've got coming up? Um, I have some YouTube and TikTok collaborations. Uh, one of them is, uh, let me pull out my phone real quick so I don't butcher the names. But uh, one that I have is Zach ZHC. He's a YouTuber that like does really dope um, art artwork on like cars or on iPhone cases or like on houses. So I'm working with him um, to do a few YouTube videos. Um, I'm possibly collaborating with like uh, people from FaZe. Uh, so I want to do stuff on YouTube with that. Um, I have artists coming through. I think I'm going to be doing like another YouTube video with like Iggy Azalea. Um, just kind of depends on the artist that like uh, I'm able to connect with. Um, and then other than that, probably just a few of the TikTok space people for, you know, some TikTok collabs if TikTok is around. If not, I'll probably do it for YouTube, you know. Um, but yeah, just, just a lot of YouTube collaborations, trying to, trying to break out. Um, like what people are known for on TikTok and then also like put them onto stuff that people don't usually see them on. So it's like gaming with them or like, you know, so stuff like that. What artist are you going to work with? You just mentioned Iggy Azalea. Do you have anybody yeah. else? Um, at, at the moment, not confirmed, but I'm looking, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to do like a listers type of right now. So like, Will Smith, you know, <laughs> if he hit my line. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been working with Jason Derulo. I have a video coming out with him on my YouTube. We just did He's a quick video. Uh, and, and I just worked. Uh, hopefully, that'll come out in like a week or so. Um, who else? I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm open to anyone. I, it's kind of just depending on who, who it is and, and how I can get the connections to them. Um, I think it'll be easier as I as I can continue pushing the collaborations and then people will kind of start seeing that and then I think more opportunities will come my way. But um, as of right now, that's the confirmed. Those are the confirmed. What about Bieber? Now, hear me out. Have you seen his last video? He threw a ton of influencers in his video. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a fire video. I, I did like that. Yeah, we got to get you in the next one. Oh, yeah, of course. Or he could be in my YouTube video. <laughs> but yeah no that would, that would be really cool I, I would definitely be be 1000% open for that are you still dating Annalise yes okay um what is your dream dance gig I guess um, I mean like dance gig I mean I don't have a 
I don't have a like dream gig anymore, I guess. Cause I, I mean, I genuinely, I, I, I kind of did what I love to do. I mean, touring would be fun. Maybe like touring with like Chris Brown or something. Cause like he, his, his performances are really, really dope. But other than that, I mean, I've kind of like steered away from that. I kind of like, I, I enjoy what I'm doing now. I, I think, I think I've, I'm kind of very satisfied with the dance world stuff already. Okay. Well, one more dance question. How did you start dancing? Um, I just, I just took a class. Oh, really? Class at, uh, at a dance studio when I was 12. And um, literally from the first class, I fell in love with it. And that's it. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's the fan questions. I got one more uh, thing to play with you. Um, Tom's top five. Who are the five best dancers on TikTok? On TikTok? Yeah. Including me? Include, yeah, of course. Throw yourself in the mix. You know, I see uh, Annalise and her family. They're really dope. I'll just count them as one entity. Um, Andres, which is a Lopez. Uh, I would say me because he's a professional dancer. Um, <laughs> shoot, I don't know a lot of other dancers on the app. Uh, but I would say, uh, I would say, I think Gene, Gene Victor, he's like a upcoming little dancer guy that, that's, that's really doing his thing. It's really dope. He's from the dance world though. So it's like, we kind of like, we kind of have an advantage over a lot of people because we've been, we've been in the dance world professionally. And then, um, you know, Charlie's dope too. Charlie's dope. I've actually seen some of your dancing and, and it's really, really good. So. So I think those are like the top, honestly, to me. Perfect, brother. Well, hang on for one second. Do I was going to talk to you after. But guys, thank you for watching. Please subscribe. We've got uh, interviews with the biggest influencers of the world. We're dropping them every Thursday. We've got some Hype House people coming up. Not confirmed yet, but you'll definitely want to watch. So thank you. Hit subscribe and turn on notifications. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Peace. Thanks for listening to the show. If you could take a second and leave us a five-star rating or a nice comment, it would really help the show. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, The Tom Ward Show. And you can always follow Tom on social at Matra1 on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter.